Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from June 16th until June 23rd. Over the next week, we're going to see a lot of energies changing gears. We're going to have a lot of shifts and we're also going to have some periods of quiet and downtime. So over the next week, we're going to see the sun enter Cancer on June 20th, which is also the day of the summer solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere. We also will have Jupiter stationing retrograde at 2 degrees of Pisces on June 20th as well. Then on June 22nd, Mercury will station direct at 16 degrees of Gemini, and that is just a few days before the Capricorn full moon at 3 degrees, which happens on June 24th. So over the next week, there are going to be opportunities to check in with yourself and ensure that you are really hearing yourself. You're really hearing what's coming through from a deeper level. And this is not just hearing what your mind is saying. It's hearing what your energy is saying, what your intuition is saying, what your body is saying. This is listening to all of your energies across all domains of your energy field. And that's part of what we're gifted with at this time because there has been an internal focus on what you really think, what you really believe, what you really want. And there's also been energies rising up that are from a sense of truth, a new truth, a higher truth, something rising up that's in resonance with more of your authenticity. And so over this next week, it will be important to always check in with yourself, to be sure that what you are saying, expressing, communicating is a truth because what's happening now is that there's been a lot of energies that have perhaps thrown you off, meaning there could be things that have felt uncertain or unstable. There could be things that you're just no longer drawn to, you're no longer resonating with, they have lost their appeal to you or you've lost your interest in them. And these things are falling away and they're revealing more of who you are right now. And I feel like what is coming up is that it can feel like it's raw or vulnerable or exposed, but this is going to be supported as we move into cancer energy, as the sun moves into the fourth sign of the zodiac, which is also the first water sign. And so the sun entering cancer is a turning point as we then go into more of our receptive nature. We go into more of what we're really feeling and understanding the beauty of these messages. So the sun in Cancer is a feminine energy and it is the first water sign, which means it is your first experience of your feelings. It's when you were younger, when you weren't even aware of everything that was going on within you, you had feelings, you had parts of yourself coming up that could have felt very big, very intense. And throughout life, we learn how to either honor those feelings or to shut them down. Now, of course, there can be anywhere on that spectrum that you've learned to navigate your feelings. But this is the energy of really honoring what's happening in your internal world and really listening, really hearing yourself, really understanding more of what's going on internally 
so that that's how you can continue to trust yourself. The sun entering Cancer on June 20th, which actually happens at 11.31 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time, so it could be June 21st for you, depending on your time zone. But this is entering into more of your own truth, more of what's really happening for you that you want to honor and you want to embrace. Now, this energy is private. It tends to be more about needing space and time to yourself, needing to really hear what's happening and to honor these parts of yourself as they come through, as the messages rise up. And one thing about this cancer energy to be very aware of is that you can experience some timeline changes or some energy shifts that pull you back to a younger version of yourself, that pull you back to when you were five years old or 11 years old. Something in your earlier experience could come up as needing to finally be expressed, as needing to finally feel safe to say what it feels. And so this is why in cancer season, there is nostalgia or it can feel sentimental. It's part of a deeper cleanse, an emotional cleanse that pulls you back into an experience that hasn't been fully expressed. So you could be in conversation with somebody and it could bring up a memory or it could bring up something at an emotional DNA level, like a cellular memory of something that is being triggered. Now, it doesn't have to be a negative trigger. It can be a positive, uplifting trigger where you say, oh, I remember when something like that happened to me or I remember the very first time I rode a bike. And when I rode the bike, it felt really exciting at first and then I felt nervous because I didn't know how to use my body or how to balance. And so it brings up these memories that can show us more of what we've been holding in and how it's now safe as the adult version of yourself to express that, to feel that, but also to take care of yourself at this level. So as we enter cancer season, stay mindful of what's coming up for you that isn't really in this moment. It happened previously. It's something that's maybe etched into your cellular memory, but it's bringing up a feeling. It's bringing up an emotion or something that could catch you off guard. And you could say, oh, wow, why is all this happening? Why is all this coming up? And it's unprocessed emotion that is ready to be released. It's ready to come up. It's ready to be free. And that could be another way to look at it. It's the freedom of our emotional world. It's the freedom to express, which then allows us to also connect, connect more to ourself, our needs, our inner world, and to connect to others. Because that cancer energy wants a connection when it feels safe. It wants to share what it's feeling, share what you're experiencing and what you're moving through, and to know that it's okay to do so. So we enter this energy signature of cancer that also connects to more of what's in our hearts, what is opening up in our hearts as we transition from the mental energy of Gemini into the softening of cancer. Now we still have Mercury retrograde moving through his home sign of Gemini and this energy has been helping us review, reprioritize, reconsider 
It's also been helping us slow down and become more mindful to make sure that we're not forgetting anything even as you rush out the door to go do something. There's a sense of, am I forgetting anything? Let me check in. Let me slow down. Let me become more mindful in my everyday activities, in my everyday world. So the Mercury retrograde energies always support us, always help us understand more of how we're moving through our lives and more of what we are processing at a mental level. So Mercury will station direct on June 22nd at 5.59 p.m. That's Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And this is when there is some type of stop, some type of coming back into yourself with new consciousness and awareness. And then Mercury will pick up the pace and begin to move direct, which will support energy going forward. And so it could be that later in June, there is more flow happening, more things are coming together, the dots are being connected. It just seems like, okay, I've been able to understand a bigger process here, and now I know what to do with it. So this Mercury and Gemini retrograde period, while it can cause some chaos and feel hectic at times, it also helps us recenter, come back into our priorities and understand what is necessary and what is not. I feel like Mercury stationing direct is always a good opportunity to literally stop and take some deep breath into the body, especially when Mercury is in the air signs, where we can really feel into what it means to take in fresh air and exhale the old air. It's like this is a really grounding process, and it also helps to quiet the mind, to slow down the nervous system, to bring us back into the present moment, to feel our bodies, and to ensure that the mind isn't running away with itself or that we're not going down rabbit holes or we're not creating anxiety or too much mental energy that only drains us, that only takes us away from the present moment. So this is one of the ways that you could feel a slowdown over the next week, that you can work with this energy intentionally and not rush yourself or not feel rushed to take on too much or overcommit. There is a slowdown here that is meant to be honored. There is an integration period underway and we are recalibrating ourselves so that we can feel strong in what we need, what we want, and what your truth is at this time. I also feel like this Mercury retrograde in Gemini has supported listening to yourself, hearing your own thoughts, but hearing your own truth. And what has been on repetition in your mind, whatever you've been maybe spinning in or circling in, it feels like there are some really beautiful gold nuggets of truth here that you're meant to understand. And it could be related to a deeper need, something deeper within you that needs to be heard, that needs to be felt, needs to be expressed. 
and it can be easier to do so after Mercury stations direct. It could feel like the words just come together, you know what to say, you know what to get off your chest, but I feel like there's a deeper energy here where we're meant to tap into more of a primal need. What do you need in your life, in yourself, that's been missing, that hasn't been acknowledged? And it's interesting because this can feel a little bit vulnerable at first, or this can feel like a surprise, sort of like, oh, wow, I never even realized that's what I need or that's what matters to me. I never saw it that way. I never understood this was something that is really important. And so this could be some of the connection points you make over the next week or longer as we have the Mercury and Gemini working with the Cancer energies where we have the Sun entering Cancer and we have Venus continuing through Cancer. And again, that Cancer energy brings you into your needs. What do I need in my life to feel good about myself, to feel safe, to feel solid, to feel like I am able to be myself and not hold back the truth of who I am? And that is a strong energy right now that we are connecting with. But we're connecting mentally in a way that, again, it's almost like the mind didn't consider it or didn't realize it. I feel like there's been a part of ourselves where the mind has been out of touch, out of touch with the heart or with the body, out of touch with the intuition, because our minds can certainly do a lot and they can be in their own world. They can be in the future and the past. And there's something where the mind has been the last to know. It's like the mind is the very last part of ourselves to get the message or to understand something. And that's been part of this Mercury retrograde, I feel, is that we're slowing down and coming back into ourselves and something clicks, something connects. But again, it feels like the mind is the last one to get the message where the rest of your body is fully aware, is fully on board, is all on the same page. And there's something where the mind is like, oh my goodness, that is my truth, or that is what I want, or that is what I need, or that is what I didn't see before, or that is something that would be really good for me that I never really understood or acknowledged. So it feels like this really interesting dance is underway that's ultimately bringing us into more balance, more harmony, and more understanding of our authentic energy. And so there could be conversations you need to have, something you need to express or share that is about your truth, that's about exactly who you are right now, that's about what's been on your mind, what you've been processing and moving through, and perhaps you've been going off in all these different directions mentally with it. But this next week, I feel like there's some type of energy that comes through that reconnects us with a certainty within, a certainty within. And it's interesting because we've been talking about all the changes and the instability, all the uncertainty and things that are shifting in a very big way. And yet there's something within you that knows your truth, that knows what you want and knows what you need. And those messages I feel are very loud at this time and they are speaking to you. And how I'm seeing it is that It's like standing on a road 
which could even feel like an intersection. And further down the road, uh, we'll say north, (laughs) if you go north, there is another part of your energy that's already at its destination, that's already there. And it's been trying to signal or send a message to the part of you that is standing either at an intersection or maybe you feel like you're standing at a red light or a yellow light. Uh, maybe you feel like there's you're standing in a construction zone. And it's like, how do I even get to that destination? How can I even get to that place considering where I'm at? And I feel like this is where there's an interesting bridge, an energetic bridge is happening that's connecting you with a destination that you already feel, that you're already connected to at an energetic level. And because the mind is the last to get the memo, the mind is now like, okay, well, how do I get there? Or what am I doing right now? Or how do I make this work? Or, you know, the mind in the house. That's one of the ways that our mind can be really stimulated is all the house. But this is not about the house. This is about connecting to another version of your own reality where the bridge is already there. It's already in place. There are already connections between where you are in the present and that destination, whatever that might be. And that destination doesn't need to be something even physical. It could just be a destination of a new energy, of a new experience of yourself. Um, It could be something that you feel you're moving towards. You sense it. You have an idea of what it's about for you. And this is an energy that feels like it's already been constructed at higher levels, meaning the bridge is already there, even if you don't see it or even if it's not showing up just yet. I feel like what we're understanding is that all the work that's been required of us, I'm going to say in the past two years, uh, this could even be a year and a half, you know, take it as it fits for you. All the intense work that has been required of us through the eclipses, through the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, through the ongoing Saturn-Uranus square, these bigger energy cycles have required a lot from us, a lot of changes, a lot of work, a lot of intensity. It can feel really emotional. It's unlike any other time on the planet. It's sort of like you could look back on your life and say, you know, it was never this hard previously, or I didn't have to do so much in the past version of myself, or in a previous time in your life, it could have felt like there was more flow and more ease. And that's not the energy we're in. We're in more intense energy that's requiring a lot more from us because we're ready, because we can handle it, because we're able to navigate this wisely and to understand what matters for the long term. And I feel like this bridge that is already constructed, it's already built. It's something that exists in a timeline. And it's a bit like, okay, so they're showing me that it's more about being on an elevator that rises you up and then you just walk off the elevator onto the bridge. And it's not about All the effort or work of maybe what we thought was required in order to 
get to the bridge. It's understanding that the more we are solid and clear in our own energy and we're continuing to rise up, then there's a natural connection to the bridge. And that bridge can take you over the construction zone or over the traffic jam. There's something here where mastery is being required in containment. Containment. And and by containment, I mean containing your energy, standing in the truth of who you are, the truth of what you want, the truth of what you need and who you are now. And it's standing in this truth that's supported because again, that's where I see this elevator start to rise. It's sort of this easy way of being in your power where you could feel tested in how to stand in your truth and stand in your power despite the chaos or all the other things going on outside of you. I mean, I'm feeling like there could be a lot of conversations, a lot of people, a lot of opinions, a lot happening that actually isn't yours or it doesn't resonate or you just don't care. You don't care. It's sort of like a force field as well where the thoughts or opinions or ideas or even the people saying the shoulds, like you should do this or you shouldn't do that or what about this or what about that or have you thought about this? It's kind of like there's a lot of this, it just feels like a peanut gallery, you know, lots of opinions, lots of people talking and it's about putting all that on mute and who cares what they think? It's not their life. And that's one of the strong energies here is whose life are you living? Are you living someone else's life? That would be weird. Are you living for yourself or are you living for another? Are you living because of what other people are telling you? Or are you living because you're trusting yourself and knowing yourself? Are you living your life because you understand who you are and what you need? And other people might not understand that. And that's their choice. And it also brings up a very interesting dynamic when you switch the energy around. And it's sort of this understanding of, okay, let's say that you really want to change jobs. You found a new passion. You found something you're excited about. You have an opportunity. You have an idea, a way to do it. And you start to tell someone about it. And they're like, well, why would you do that? Why would you leave this job that you've had for 30 years? Why would you leave the security? Why would you leave that paycheck? Why would you leave uh, what that has provided for your family and insurance and all that stuff? But you already know the truth of what you want. And I'm seeing this actually as someone who moves into some type of craft, like a um, woodworking or making stained glass or doing something with their hands they've always loved. And now that passion is becoming a career. That is a way for them to make money and they're really excited about it. And so you have all these people kind of coming at you, like challenging you. And what you can do to change that around is say, Something along the lines of, I'm so excited about this change in my life. Why can't you support me? Why aren't you able to support me? Why are your, what are you seeing here? Because what it feels like is that you're working against me and I need people who support me who are on my team. I need people who are equally excited. And is that you? Are you able to support me? So what you can do is ask the question back and say, That you need people in your world who see you for who you are. But that requires that you see yourself first. And I don't mean this questioning back to sound 
challenging, but it's really posing the question back to someone. It's basically raising up a mirror and helping them be more aware of perhaps how they're not supporting you or how they're not on your same page or on your same team. Because what I feel is that they're reflecting back their own fears or they're reflecting back choices they aren't ready to make or they wouldn't make, in which case it's their responsibility to claim that and to say, you know, if you wouldn't make this choice in your life, I completely get that. It's not for you. It's not what you want. Totally cool. Totally understand that. But I know what's right for me. I know how I want to live my life. I know what matters to me at this time in my world. And so I would love your support. And if you can't support me, okay, then please understand that I don't want to have this conversation anymore. And I feel like that's kind of how this energy works. Like it's pretty direct and it doesn't need to be too sharp. But there's something here where there are some clear understandings of what you want and what you don't want. And it's not your responsibility to take on other people's fears, to take on other people's choices, to take on what they think you should do. Because if they think that they would do something differently, then they are very free to go their own way and do their own thing. But that's not about you. So what is coming up here, especially for so many of you who are empaths, who are sensitive, uh, you have a very big heart, you have a very big understanding of other people, uh, you can take on their energy and it can create doubt in yourself. It can create a lack of trust in yourself. It can bring up these questions like, well, should I do this or should I not do this? But what you're probably experiencing are other people's fears being projected onto you. Other ways of viewing life being projected onto you. And I feel like this is a time to be very clear in your energy of what is true for you and what is not. And again, you can pose the question back and simply ask, why would you not support me when I'm following what I love? I'm following this new passion. I'm following a new dream. Why would you not support me? And see what that answer is because chances are that individual is trying to support you. They just don't realize that they're projecting their own fears. And I've had this conversation throughout my whole life with various people because I'm very clear on who I am, what I want, how I'm going to live my life. No one's going to tell me no. No one's going to tell me I can't follow a dream. And that's not someone's energy that I want to absorb or take on. So it's also required boundaries. It's required clarity. And it's also required an awareness of how to be in that conversation. And because so many of you are doing something different with your lives, you are done maybe with a conventional path or a traditional route. You're ready to try something different, go your own way, do your own thing. This is coming up and it's showing you how far you've come. This is a celebration. This is exciting. This is a wonderful opportunity to be able to do something that maybe you never thought was possible. So whatever might be unfolding for you during this time period, what we're seeing come up are other people's beliefs, their own fears, their choices, how they want to live your life, their life, and you have to determine how that affects how you live your life. And it could be easier to have these conversations after Mercury stations direct. 
Now, part of why this energy can feel uncomfortable and a bit contentious is because of how that sun in Gemini will be quincunx Pluto in Capricorn on June 16th. And then we're going to see Venus in Cancer opposing Pluto in Capricorn on June 23rd. Now, these are energies of a power struggle, something not feeling right, and just a discomfort where maybe you feel like you're fighting for what you want or you're standing your ground and other people are not understanding the bigger dynamic here. Or there could be something that's revealing to you more of your values, more of your priorities, more of your life direction. And this is a really beautiful week to continue to trust yourself and what is rising up in you. Now, you can also do energy work around this. You can do energy work in your own aura. You can do energy work through having a conversation with someone's higher self. And this can be something that you feel or sense or you just intuitively have the conversation where if there's an authority figure, if there is someone older than you or someone that you've always looked up to, someone whose opinion you respect that is not on the same page as you, talk to their higher self. Talk to their bigger energy field that could be very beneficial and effective for you, for understanding that at a higher level, chances are you're very much supported, even if their human self is not communicating that at this time. The first half of the year has brought up and revealed a lot that's ready to shift. Ready or not, changes are happening. And now is the time to go into what feels powerful for you. And that is part of the Mars in Leo energy. As Mars has just entered Leo and is in that first deacon of Leo, which is where he gets acclimated. He gains some confidence and courage and he's ready. He's getting ready even to take a risk or to do something that he knows is important for his self-identity. And so this is a strengthening of self that is supporting you in following your path, following the truth of who you are now. There are going to be some nice energy flows over the week ahead as we're going to see that Venus in Cancer trine Neptune in Pisces at 23 degrees on June 21st. And then on June 23rd, the Sun in Cancer trines Jupiter retrograde in Pisces at 2 degrees. So these are trines between the Cancer and Pisces planets that are very much about allowing and trusting, flowing, feeling like there is support now. There is effortlessness here that can flow in. And I feel like this can be very comforting. Uh, These are actually energies of taking a break and going easy on yourself. Whenever Venus is involved, um, she is looking for a way that feels good for who she is, feeling good in what she needs, and feeling too like Things are supporting her. The bigger picture of life, the divine, God, source, spirit, the universe, all are supporting her. And that's especially true when these planets in Cancer connect with planets in Pisces. So there could be some lucky breaks. There could be some things that show up that are just beautifully divined, uh, divine timing at play here. And again, it could feel like you're not alone. 
You're not alone in these changes. You're not alone in the transitions. Now, this energy is building up to that Capricorn full moon on June 24th. I have a video for you on YouTube that talks more about that chart because the energies of that chart are meant to ground us, bring us back to our priorities for this year and where we're going. This would be a really good time to give yourself a six-month plan. How do you want to complete 2021? Do you have certain goals, certain achievements, certain things you want done by the end of the year? I know in my world, I have this one room in my house that I haven't organized yet. (laughs) I'm giving myself till the end of the year to get it organized because I'm so busy that it's like, I'll give myself a six-month plan. Now, that's not a big deal, organizing a room, all the boxes, all the things to put away, but it's obtainable. It's something I can do. So what can you handle? What is something that you can get done or you'd like to achieve by the time 2021 comes to an end? This would be a good time to consider that. Consider what is feasible and what is possible in your world. Now the other energy that's happening over the next week is we have Jupiter in Pisces stationing retrograde at 2 degrees. And this will happen on June 20th at 11.04 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And that is when big old Jupiter, who is very happy and jolly and is very positive and uplifting, stands still and emphasizes something, emphasizes it in a big way. So here he is at two degrees of Pisces, emphasizing something in your world that could be an opportunity, that could be something that comes back around or something that lights you up because Jupiter wants you to benefit, wants you to enjoy life. And when there is a station at a particular degree point, there is that emphasis in that part of your chart where Jupiter says right here, look right here. What is it that would benefit you, support you right now Because I'm going to stand right here at two degrees of Pisces and help you connect to it, help you open up to it. So then Jupiter is going to go retrograde back into Aquarius in July and is going to help us finish up more of what we were doing earlier this year. But until then, While Jupiter is retrograde in Pisces, there could be more intuitive messages coming in, something that you missed the first time, or something that you're really feeling into on a deeper level. That Jupiter in Pisces also wants us to go easy on ourselves, be gentle with ourselves, tell ourselves you've done the best you can, you're doing the best you can. Don't be too hard on yourself. Have some self-compassion. Have some forgiveness for anything that you're judging, anything you're expecting of yourself, anything that you thought you should have done better or done differently. Go easy on yourself. And I get that image of Jupiter and Pisces helps us erase the graffiti or erase the scribbles on the wall so that we can have a clean slate, so that we can let go of anything that is not connected with loving and accepting ourselves. And this is happening at an energetic level. This is happening through the crown chakra, where there are more downloads 
coming through from spirit to help you calm down the mind, calm down the nervous system, to settle into a place of self-acceptance and self-love that is meant to support you, light you up, and be very comforting. And with these energy downloads, we can be looking for a break, a vacation, downtime, uh, needing more sleep, needing more quiet, seeking out a beautiful, idyllic environment just to relax into. So this energy here of Jupiter stationing retrograde in Pisces is going to help you further integrate new energies into your whole energy field and also help you connect with any messages that are of the highest love, the highest love of self. And you know, this energy can also work nicely with what we were talking about earlier, where if there are conversations you need to have with someone, if there are energies you're experiencing that have a lot of tension or a battle or something going on that's really uncomfortable, this Jupiter retrograde in Pisces can be very soothing, can bring you into a sense of peace that you're trusting yourself, you know what you want, you know where you're going, you know what matters to you, and it can help you detach. Detach from energies outside of you. Detach from other people's thoughts and opinions and choices and information. I mean, all of that has been very big during Gemini season. And so this could be a beautiful time to come back into yourself, listen to those messages, really hear yourself, really validate yourself, and understand that you are right on time for your own life. You're right on time. You know, you haven't missed anything. You're not going to miss anything. You're in the right place for where you need to be. And these are the types of messages that we can give ourselves that can also calm down that monkey mind or even energies that take us outside of ourselves and into the future. So keep in mind that you're right on time for your life. You've got what you need. You're so supported in whatever you're ready to do next and whatever you're doing in your life. And that the more that you can really hear that in yourself, then you can also turn the volume up on that message. You can turn up the internal volume on what you're hearing in yourself And that can help turn down the volume on anything outside of you that doesn't resonate or doesn't connect with the truth of who you are. So we will have some quiet periods over this next week. And that can again be a beautiful way to connect with yourself, to hear your own messages, and to strengthen what is true for you at this time. So I hope you have a beautiful solstice celebration, however that shows up for you here in the Northern Hemisphere. uh, The summer solstice is the day of the most light when there is more light coming onto the planet. And that is the light that helps us open and bloom, that helps us see what's been in the dark, to help us see what's been in our own shadows and to see it with a higher perspective and a higher love. We will continue discussing these cancer energies in next week's show. And I appreciate your time, energy, and presence as you listen to this podcast. 
Thank you so much for being here and listening every week. I'm so grateful for those of you who have stuck around through the years. I started this podcast in 2012 and I did take some time off. Of course, when my son was born, I think I took at least a year off, maybe less. But anyways, I appreciate those of you who have listened for a long time. And I'm just grateful that we are all sharing this wild journey together. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where you'll find my latest astrology programs as well as business development programs. And I'm also over on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. On my YouTube channel, you can find a variety of playlists with all kinds of astrological information. If you want to understand your chart more or if you're interested in learning more about transiting planets. So thank you so much for joining me. I will see you back here every Monday and Wednesday for another podcast episode. In the meantime, I wish you a beautiful day ahead, and I hope that you're really feeling the strength of your own energy more than ever. Take good care, and I'll see you soon.